So as many of you know, during Lent, we have the amazing opportunity to have some of our own congregation members uh, share and just share a little bit about their faith stories and what God has done in their life. And if you don't know me, I am Hope, and I get to lead our 6th through 12th grade ministries here, among other things. And so I get the awesome opportunity of not only hanging out with a lot of students, but also hang out with a lot of really committed leaders. And tonight we are going to celebrate a few of our eighth grade leaders who have been serving their small groups for sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. And if you know anything about middle schoolers, we love middle schoolers. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is some hard years, and they have loved some students through that. So we are going to celebrate them and hear for them. So if you would, would you welcome with me Crystal Livermont and Jean Jaronson. <laughs> awesome. So we have the wonderful Jean Jaronson and Crystal Livermont here, and they have been leading in Student Connect, among other things, and they bravely and graciously agreed to share with us tonight. And so before we get started, Jean and Crystal, will you guys share a little bit about who you are, what you want people to know about you? Who wants to go first? <laughs> My name is Jean Jaronson. Um, I grew up in a small church in Pingree, North Dakota. Um, it was my church home from the time I was little to uh, adulthood. I raised four babies in the church. I was married in the church. I taught Sunday school. And if you know anything about little churches, you get to do it all. <laughs> and being a mother of four, when it came time to have my children in Sunday school, there weren't a whole lot of other mothers, so I ended up doing most of it all by myself. <laughs> and I can remember um, begging for help, and that's one of the reasons why, when I was asked here, that I became a leader. That's awesome. We're grateful. What about you, Krista? Uh, my name is Krista Livermont, and my husband Jeff and I have been here for three years, I want to say. Um, prior to that, we were at another church in Fargo where we were there for, I think, like 20, 18, something like that. Um, I am a, a paraprofessional at a school in West Fargo, and my whole professional life has been pretty much revolved around kids. Um, I've got, we have three daughters. Our oldest, Alyssa, is a, a teacher in West Fargo. Our middle is a sophomore at University of Minnesota Duluth. And my baby is playing cello in the band tonight. And she is a freshman at West Fargo High. Awesome. And so Krista just said she's been here for three years. And how many years have you led Student Connect? Three. <laughs> three years. And so I'm pretty sure as soon as I met Krista, I said, will you lead Student Connect? Um, but will you guys talk a little bit about how you became middle school leaders at Living Waters? Because, I mean, I think both of these women, I think I asked them immediately upon meeting them if they would lead middle schoolers. Well, I like to give Rich all the credit for me being a <laughs> uh, leader. I will tell him 
or tease him that he signed me up. Kind of. <laughs> so he was talking to Pastor Bob, and he said, uh, he came home to me and said, you know, I think they're going to ask you to teach. And I looked at him. <laughs> I said, no way. I'm not doing that. Then I come to church. And guess what the sermon was about? Stewardship. <laughs> and then after the service, I got asked. And I guess I listen in church. And so just like the Legos, I got hooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Um, I just felt like, because my daughter was going to be in Student Connect, that it's something that I should do. And originally I had thought when we moved here that I would be leading her group, and I got put with another group, which actually turned out to be a really good thing because she made some pretty strong connections with her leaders. And we ended up, I think, with an amazing group. I mean, and the one thing that I have to say, and that I know Jean agrees with because we talk about it almost every week, is the kids that we have have a super foundation. And that's not from us. That's, that has everything to do with you guys as parents. And um, there's no way that it would have been as successful, I think, as, as we've been with this crew without them. So we really appreciate the parents that we have and the support that they've given us to when we've had to do things like service nights and that kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think our parents would say the same thing about you guys, that they're grateful that you guys speak into their kids' lives too. And so my one stipulation is I wouldn't do it alone. And <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Krista yeah, when, when, when I started this, and we've become good friends. We've been good supporters of one another. If she can't make it... And, I said, yes, well, I'll get it done. It's usually me that can't make it. <laughs> oh, she, she d does her share, too. So it's, it's been really nice having that backup, um, never feeling that it's, uh, that you have to be there. You know, yeah. you, you, we come because we want to be here, yeah. and we always know that if something comes up in our lives, whatever it may be, we have each other's back. Absolutely. They really do. I love it. They have each other's back, and they are they lead together. There's never just usually both of you are there, and I think that's really cool too. But um, I've it's been fun to watch these guys become good friends and good leaders. And so the cool thing I think about Jean and Krista leading together is that you both have strong passions about leading and serving the church. And I know Jean, you talked a little bit about that about having kids. And so what was it for you that made you feel like serving the church was important? Well, I think it's just, like, it's how I was brought up. Yeah. I mean, it's been a part of my life forever. Um, it was just what, what we did. <laughs> and so um, I, we've been really blessed, to, like she said, to have this group. And um, I hope their faith hasn't, has increased as much as mine has during the three years because it has been uh, changing. I mean, watching these kids grow has been really interesting and really fun. That's awesome. What about you, Krista? Um, I think that, first of all, it's kind of just, I've, I've learned that you're not going to get as much out of being a member of a congregation if you're not putting something into it. Mm. It's, you know, making that connection is kind of what you learn from and grow from. 
Um, but also, I did a year of work in children's ministry, and if it wasn't for the Hopes and the Kalishas and the Jesses, um, you know, all of this would just fall apart. And for every yes that they get when they reach out and ask somebody to help, you've got to realize that they probably have gotten 10 to 15 no's from people, and that's not a lot of fun. <laughs> so give them a big pat on the back when you can, but... Um, I just think that it's really important that you stay connected and that, that you know, that's how you, get the, that's how you get out of, that's how you receive when you are part of the congregation. Absolutely. That's such a good quote of, yeah, that's how we receive is that we give. And I love that. And there's abundance in that. So Jean, you actually gave me the perfect transition into, you talked a little bit about what your kids have done for you. And so what has it been like? You've given so much and obviously these guys have committed um, our Student Connect program meets every single Wednesday during the school year. And every single Wednesday, these guys are here until at least 8.30 at night. There's usually, you know, sometimes there's a heart-to-heart -heart or um, things afterwards, too. But um, you guys com come every week. So obviously, you guys give a lot. But what do you get out of it, or how has it changed your life? I went through a tough time this, this past year and um, my son was missing, and I shared the story right away this fall, and the kids surrounded me with their prayers, and then finally in February, I got to tell everybody that he came home, and they go, oh, I got goosebumps, and so they, they touched me knowing that they've been praying for me, and that's been a big thing. What about you, Krista? How has leading affected you? I think watching the relationships that they have with each other has been really cool, um, and how supportive they are of each other, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, the fact that like I said, they're just a really cool group of kids, too. But I think, yeah, just the sitting back and watching them support each other and support us and um, praying for each other. I don't know. It's just... I watched them change. Okay, yeah. they were sixth graders. Mm -hmm. And some of them you couldn't... <laughs> no, no, I've got one more high. One, one more. I've got one more high. One more. <laughs> I think that's the funnest thing that we've, we've done. And Krista started out first night we met is highs and lows. We, we didn't talk anything about what, what we were supposed to be talking about, but we talked about highs and lows. And we've done that every week since. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just been fun watching them change their high, most of it, the first year all we heard about was school. <laughs> Everything was school. I got a good grade here, a bad grade there. And, and, it, and it's it has changed and grown as, as we've, we went along, and it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch them, them change and ha actually grow. You can see their faith grow, and you can see them grow, and it's, it's been really fun. Amen. Amen, amen. I love that, and it's so true, right? I think from sixth grade to eighth grade, and that has a lot to do with you guys and your love for them, and I think something I want to celebrate with these two especially and with all of our leaders is that they come back year after year because those relationships are really important in those connections and they will tell you more if 
they know you, you know, not just about the good grade and the bad grade, but some of the real stuff in life, and so I'm grateful for that. Um, but another thing we talked about is that, um, amazingly enough, you do not need a theological degree to lead a small group, <laughs> and uh, we were all laughing that that's probably the thing I hear most is that people tell me that I, they don't know anything about the Bible or they don't know enough about the Bible. And so what would you guys say to someone who says that they don't know enough to lead a group? Do you know how to listen? Because that's basically what, what we've, we've done in our group is we've listened. We listen to them. We let them talk. Um, yes, we get off track not always about what we're supposed to be talking about, but we listen, listen to them. And I knew nothing about how it was going to be at Living Waters teaching. I didn't know the curriculum. I didn't, not, I mean, that is really scary coming, you know, because you don't know what, what's to be expected. Once I learned what was expected of me, and it was a whole lot easier uh, after the first few weeks, because you know, you knew what what to expect and how how this was going to go. It's it's not difficult to hold their attention for half hour, forty five minutes, when you know we've done all the other stuff first. So I I really enjoyed the way it's done here. Um, for sure, you don't need a theological degree. There's always going to be questions, especially for middle schoolers, that they, they are go you're going to be going. What you know, I'm. Ask questions? I'm not really sure. Um, let's get Pastor Bob. Let's get Pastor Dan. Let's, let's stump the pastor. I think that that's amazing that they're asking those questions. And so, yeah, we want to encourage that. But for sure, you do not need a degree. The, the night that Hope approached us about doing this, I have to tell you about how our group went. The whole, what, half hour, 45 minutes, it was like herding cats. For some reason, they were all off. They didn't want to talk about what we wanted to talk about. I kept trying to rein them in and asking them questions about what we were supposed to be talking about, and they were talking about this test and that sport. And finally, we were just like, okay, we give up. <laughs> Here's some chips. Yeah. Just talk about what you want to talk about. And so <laughs> we kind of looked at each other and just went, okay, whatever. And then we get up and walk out and <laughs> hope's like, hey, we'd like you guys to talk about what it's like to lead. <laughs> and we went okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can say that because I've been, if I wasn't teaching, if I wasn't working with middle schoolers, I've done a lot of like Sunday school too with younger kids. And I can't tell you how much I've learned myself by just having the stories brought back to a, a level of teaching it to young kids because you're looking at the kids' Bible, and you're reading the stories there, and you're like, oh, yeah, I think I remember hearing about that. And it's just reinforced as an adult all of those things that you learned when you were a kid, and it's, it's awesome. I mean, I feel like I've grown so much just from being able to take that time to teach it to, the, to other kids. So, Amen. I love that so much, and I, I so respect and I'm so grateful for both of you and the wisdom that you offer and the love you bring your students and as we said, these guys have eighth graders now. And so what do you guys think is next for you in terms of serving or leading? Um, well, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> but I think everybody, you know, it is important that we all 
take our turn mm -hmm. and uh, be be connected with the kids because it is is important. Um, everybody has to do their part, and for right now, I'm going to take a break. I don't see. I, I have a problem because I think we have the best class <laughs> ever, and I don't know if I can have another best class. That's but good. maybe if you find a perfect class for me again. Maybe. I, I think there might be a perfect <laughs> class next year, but I'll give you the summer off. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's really, really tough because uh, I've just so enjoyed our group, and uh, I hope they've enjoyed us. Awesome. <laughs> what about you, Krista? I am hoping to get into some adult ministry. I'd like to maybe start a small group. Um, Daughter number three is going to get her license pretty soon, so I'm going to like have all kinds of free time in my evenings again. So I'd kind of like to get involved in the adult side of things, but I may end up going back to Sunday school too. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I want to say thank you from all of us for leading um, our students because like we all know, it takes a village, it takes a community, and you guys are a huge part of it. So will you guys give a round of applause for these guys and say thank you? Kristen and Jean, thank you so much. Um, if you have your nail that you, I hope many of you or all of you have been carrying it around, if you have that, I'd love for you to pull that out right now and just start to feel how it marks you. I, as Kristen and Jean, I, I just want to say thank you for your bravery because they're scary. They're scary people. Looking at all of you, you're good looking, but you're also scary. It's one of the craziest things someone can do is to come up in front of others. But as they were talking, I was feeling this, this nail on, and, and just feeling it, how it marks my, my fingers and just moving it. And that's kind of what I found myself doing these last couple of weeks. But as you were talking, I think you are tangibly marking your students. And I don't think it's an accident when both of you said we had the best group. Do you know why you had the be they had the best group, that they were the best group? They have people that loved on them. People that said we are going to take time and sacrifice ourselves, our time, and just pour into them. Um, and when, I, when you were talking about that experience, I was thinking about, for me, I had two people that shaped me. Um, a little old lady, she was about this tall, her name is fittingly Grace, and Sandy James. They were the two that, honestly, they're one of the big reasons that I'm standing here as a pastor. Just like the two of you and so many others, they poured love and attention and prayer into me. And Grace, for years after I graduated high school, I would come back to my home church and Grace would come up and she'd look at me and she'd be like, Dan, we prayed for you this week every single time I would come home. Now, as you hold that nail, and if you don't want, we have extras. We, we want you to take one with you and help it shape your experiences. But two things I'm, I'm offering up to you. First of all, I'm guessing that you have a Grace or a Sandy or a Krista or a Jean that has impacted you and your faith, that has marked you, that Jesus has actually helped reframe your heart. And if that is the case tonight, if they are still on this side of heaven, I would love for you to say, I'm going to call them, I'm going to text them, I'm going to email them, I'm going to send them a card. Because I want them to know how much they've shaped me. 
Tonight, we can make an impact just by thanking people. And then I'd love for you to think about how could I do that for someone? Because maybe God is calling you just pour out some love um, for, for our kids right here that we're blessed with. Um, because I keep saying it, there's something in the water here at Living Waters, and it's because of all of you. So thank you again for your faith, and thank you for being a part of this tonight. Um, I just want to pray for all of us. Can we do that? And as we do, I'd love for you to stand as we come into this prayer time. God, as we come to you, I pray that you can help remind us of the people that have impacted us, especially in our faith. Those that have allowed us to ask questions when we were younger or maybe right now. Those who have said, I'm praying for you or have just been there um, with, with a steady hand to hold ours when we're just low. Help us as, as you nudge us, as you mark us through those experiences to reach out to them, to thank them, and to, re- to help them to realize just how much you have been made alive through them, that your Holy Spirit has flowed through them. So thank you for that opportunity. And God, stir in us as you have for Krista and Jean, that stir in us to be able to be the voices that you need, to be the one that's going to help people of all ages know who you are. Thank you for this place that marks us so profoundly only through you. And all God's people said, Amen.